0: We make jokes about the greatest parts of dicks And identify the Edward Larkins While we're remarking on various costumes About the good and bad Trek That make us mad Trek And streaming interfaces that are built built to suck suck. Hooray Hooray for for Greatest greatest Trek
1: Hooray for Tony
0: Newsom and Ethan Peck A role reprised by Levi Burton can leave us hurting and make Make us pine for more. more. We're always dreaming of Captain Freeman. Hooray for the
2: greatest
0: trek.
2: Welcome to the annual Larkin Awards for 2023 and the 250th episode of Greatest Trek, a new Star Trek podcast from the makers of the greatest generation. The host of Greatest Trek and the Larkin Awards, Adam Pranica and Benjamin R. Harrison, will be out shortly. The votes of the Academy members have been tabulated in secret, and the results do not matter at all. Stay tuned for award presentations by Samuel Clemens, Kern, Kevin, Ichev's brother, and more. Tonight, we'll find out which was the best new Star Trek season of the year, and who was the Edwardist Larkin. Also, will the owner of a gray Honda Accord please head to the parking lot? Your headlights are on.
0: Hooray for greatest trek! Even though we are embarrassed as heck! We come to LA from New York and Seattle, and now you're saddled with hundreds of episodes!
3: And live show tours Of filthy humor
1: Which we only survive Because of roads Hooray for, for
4: greatest, greatest
3: track, track. Her for Ron being The new grand megasack
1: Pike and Una will make a plan While that it talks through the hand And
4: the and, La- La- Un- Un- and Kurt Kurt do, sex. do sex And we'll do
0: bits
5: And laugh and bits Because this
0: Is the the greatest trick.
4: Wow, Adam, I'm so excited to be here on stage at the Beverly Hilton Ballroom.
1: Easily eight times. The size of any audience we've ever pulled. <laughs> and yet still half empty.
4: Yeah, it's kind of a smattering of people here. Uh huh. I don't think they're late arrivers. They just didn't want to come. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's always great to celebrate all of the achievements in Trek. And we've done award shows for specific seasons of shows before. I think this is the first time that the Larkin Awards is expanding to accommodate an entire year's worth of Star Trek.
1: And I think that's a great idea.
4: (laughs) I had a dream last night that a Star Trek movie came out, and we found out about it, like, really late, and people were mad at us for not having covered it.
1: Your dreams are bad.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not represented in any of the award categories tonight. Worst dream life.
1: (laughs) Category of one nominee. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Oh, man. Well, uh, there's so many amazing people here and uh, so many amazing, you know, things that have been nominated.
1: Oh, yeah. The categories for this year's Larkin Awards really tops.
4: Yeah. Almost no people who have been nominated actually here to accept their awards in person.
1: Pretty great trophy this year. Also, Mm -hmm. I might say the Larkin Award itself sort of a, a pedestal on top of which are two triples one fully intact and hairy the other one shaved and
4: filleted <laughs> like a bite taken out of it
2: yeah <laughs> if you uh, take all the fur off underneath it's, it's all meat like a scallop blood red
4: It's really exciting. I think that uh, it it will make a a great addition to any mantelpiece. Mm. What do you say we get right in to the Larkin Awards and uh, bring up our first presenters?
1: Oh, I'm so excited for our first presenters, Ben.
4: These are two men who need no introduction, especially in the Boston construction community. Please welcome Tom Silva and Rich Trithui. (laughs) from this old house.
1: Now when you construct a nostalgia... (laughs) I usually like to source all my materials first, and that begins with transparent aluminum.
4: You also always begin, if it's a second ship under this name, by using a piece from the prior ship to bear that name. That is
1: a piece of trivia we learned this year. (laughs)
4: The following are the nominees in the category of Coolest Ship in 2023. The Enterprise D. Oh, the fat
2: ones? No one wants those.
4: You better leave the bottle. That Orion ship that looked kind of like Babylon 5.
1: The fake Starfleet ship meant to start a war in strange new
4: worlds. The museum-restored Starship Voyager. Just-
5: anything, What are you doing?
4: this wreck right. What a strong category this is. I think an honor just to be nominated, the envelope, if you will.
1: And the winner is The Enterprise D.
4: Wow! Congratulations, the Enterprise D. Uh, not here in the crowd to accept. It's a award mainly because it's known as the fat ship and it couldn't fit here in the ballroom. Ben, I don't think there's any
1: surprise about the winner of that particular category, a ship we were both enthusiastic about
4: very, as soon very, as she
1: arrived on screen.
4: I think the only big surprise is that fat shaming still exists in the 23rd century. Only where ships are involved. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, well, I mean, an, an incredibly strong category this year... Ships from all of the series that were released in 2023, they all looked great. I, I don't think there are any losers in this bunch. I'm looking forward to spending way too much
1: money at my local Hallmark store <laughs> on the ornament versions of all of these ships.
4: <laughs> oh, man, hanging a Shrike on your, uh, on your Christmas tree seems like yeah. <laughs> could really uh, imply the wrong things. Very excited about that. To present the next award, we have a a brother of a man who is nearly legendary in the Edward Larkin slash Shimoda game. It's Kern.
5: I do not remember why I am here. So I will just read the teleprompter.
6: I'm surprised I even remember the word teleprompter. That must be one of those deep memory things that sticks with you even when your frontal lobe is erased, like learning a language or how to fuck.
5: The nominees for most cartoonishly evil bad guy are
6: Zombie Borg's Queen and Badic. A partnership of bad guys.
5: Nicholas Lacarno. The Gorn Hegemony. Ambassador Dak Ra. The Butcher of
6: Jigal. That feels like one I should remember. (laughs) And the final nominee in the category of most cartoonishly evil bad guy is the AMPTP.
5: I do not remember what I am supposed to do right now.
6: I'm being told what I'm supposed to do is open this paper packet of your Earth Mail.
5: And the winner is the A M P D
1: B. Wow, kind of a surprising winner of that category, Ben. I was not seeing that coming.
4: Yeah, I mean, they are cartoonishly evil, though. So uh, they put a lot of the people whose work we admire out of work for a really long time. They threatened more lives than they actually took,
1: though. That's true.
4: But uh, blood on their hands and all that. Sure. They really are dickheads that deserve this award more than any of the other nominees, no offense to any of the other nominees. I certainly would not want to get Vatic and the zombie Borg's queen on my bad side. Great offense intended toward the AMPTP. Yeah, what a bunch of assholes. Uh, (laughs) Hey, some exciting news from the tour. We have raised a ton of money through the P1s that we've been selling on our Share Your Embarrassment tour. And uh, last we checked, Uh, Well over $12,000 were raised by the Friends of DeSoto for the Entertainment Community Fund. We really appreciate the Friends of DeSoto for stepping up in such a big way to help out-of-work entertainment workers all up and down the call sheet.
1: Yeah, we're going to keep that fund open. The need is still there, even though the strike is over. Yeah. I think it's important to continue contributing to that fund.
4: Absolutely. So uh, it's friendsofdesotoforlabor.com if you would like to support directly that goes right to the entertainment community fund tax write offable as a uh, charitable donation and uh, we really appreciate it and i know they do too oh ben i'm seeing uh, another
1: presenter approach the mic why don't we check in and see what the next category is
0: can you please lower the microphone to a shorter height i want you to lower it now 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 The performances that cartoons can provide bring a tear to the eye or a laugh to the belly. As a huge fan of Saturday morning cartoons, this is a category that is near and dear to my heart. And the nominees for achievement in cartoon acting are Lieutenant Anne Norrin when she cried that one time Captain Peter Holmes (laughs) by man mariner crossing over into strange
1: Have to say i called this one uh that lieutenant ann Norid performance basically the whole episode
4: yeah was she even in very short tracks i think she was in the animated series right she was yeah, yeah. so technically uh an episode that did not come out in 2023 but got reviewed on our show in 2023 and that's yeah. something that can make you eligible sure can very exciting. We make up these rules as we go.
1: <laughs> and that performance was so powerful. Yeah. It had to be included in this category.
4: And sure enough, she wins. We had to get it on. It's the Calvin Ball of awards shows. It's true. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, we're just having such a great time tonight. I see the champagne is flowing out there in the crowd. People are really getting into it. I think I see Wendy Pretty down there. Oh. Really? <laughs> She's got two
1: champagne bottles.
4: <laughs> Seems like she's really going after it.
1: Two champagne bottles and, like, she's wearing two swag bags, like like a backpack. Like, her arms are going through oh, yeah. the
4: holes. Hey, Wendy, the gifting suite is only for nominees. What's that about? Oh, you snuck your way in because you were doing the Voice of God stuff for the episode? All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, well, uh... <laughs> Probably uh, the biggest gulf in age between the characters being discussed in this next category and the presenter presenting the award. The next presenter we are bringing to the stage is Civil War Letter Writer.
1: My dearest Mary, I write to you from the front, a place that is so very cold when I compare it to your ample bosom.
4: Our loss at Appomattox has driven morale into the veritable toilet of this war. And we are hungry and tired. However, our spirits have been buoyed somewhat by some of the nominees in this next category. Characters who bring novel takes on interesting Star Trek adventures and dilemmas. For the category of Best
1: New Character, the nominees are Commander Pellia.
5: Oh, a couple of drinks and you get personal. That it, Flyboy?
1: Young Scott. Company Scott at your service. Lieutenant Junior Grid.
5: Jack Crusher. New little cybernetic authoritarianism
1: was the answer. Crash and Ride La Forge.
4: Nira Kato.
1: It's just
5: some Illyrians have modifications they can't hide, and some of us refuse to.
4: Livic. Anton
0: Livic. Who's that? The new guy.
5: Livic.
4: And to Pring's parents. These
2: quarters seem quite comfortable. They will suit our needs for the Bashal rituals.
5: They are merely adequate, and they carry an unfortunate odor.
2: I am
6: afraid she's right. I did not notice it before.
1: Now the letter inside this envelope is so very short, <laughs> as is my time on the front lines.
4: I will endeavor to see you before the next harvest season, dearest Mary, but first I must open this letter and read the winner in the category of best new character. Much
1: as I used to open the brasilla <laughs> containing your ample bosom. <laughs>
4: P.S. Take good care of that bosom. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. And the winner is... To bring's Parents.
2: Really great category.
4: Some really strong entries in there. I really thought Crash and Ride LaForge were going to win that one. Uh, they are a team that I would like to see get their own series, if a uh, new series or something that are being discussed over there at P+. But uh, t Ring's parents, what a comic duo. Didn't they come out of nowhere for you? They came out of nowhere. They're like, they felt so fully baked, you know? Like, that dynamic felt so lived in, in a way that is so great and... uh The dilemma they present both for their daughter and for their potential future son-in-law as people that must be dealt with is so true to the in-law relationship that uh, I think they really deserve this win. Congratulations to, to Pring's parents.
1: Indeed. And I hope that presenter makes it back home from the front.
4: Yeah. Good luck to Civil War letter writer That wound was starting to smell a little almondy, so not sure how that guy's gonna make it.
1: I hope he goes from uh, the one front to the front back at home, (laughs) as in the front of his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hear our next presenter making their way out to the microphone bin, and they are leaving kind of a trail behind them.
4: Yeah, and not getting that close to the microphone, The next presenter has a certain forehead ridge that I think will be familiar to anyone listening to our other Smash Hit podcast, The Greatest Generation. This looks like it's Ichib's brother out to present the next award.
0: I actually don't need a microphone for this. I'm pretty good at yelling from across the room. Actually, hey Ichib! There's so many great things about Star Trek, and New Star Trek in particular, and one of those things is how gross they're allowed to get, because it's not on network TV. Back when I was on Star Trek, there were limits. A hose of a bunch of untreated sewage blasting toward a settlement was pretty gross, but it was only implied that it was full of bacteria and whatnot. The nominees in this category... You kind of see everything. The nominees for the category of Grossest New Alien are... Cave Scoo! From the Lower Decks Cave! The aliens that wipe their boogers on everything! From Very Short Tracks! Hey, Egypt! Remember the aliens that communicate with her by making her imagine slaughtering everyone? I mean, it was like not directly gross, but the images of everybody dead and covered in blood was pretty gross. Very troubling. The next nominee is Super Tuvix, when the Tuvixing process started to extend to everybody on the crew, and they were just a big ball of meat and hands. The final nominee is what I say when I have a slip and fall at work. (laughs) Boopsy. You can really say this nominee sucks because of the way Moopsy feeds itself. And the winner in the category of grossest new alien. Oh, hold on, let me mop up these turds. Oh, oh, this envelope is wet. <laughs> it's actually very hard to open. Okay, I, oh, I, I think I got. Okay, I got it. Um, I can just make it out. The ink has started to run a little bit. But the winners. In the category of grossest new alien are those aliens that microwave fish in the office and wipe their boogers on everything. Congratulations!
1: Oh boy, Ben, these aliens were gross. So gross.
4: So gross. I remember the shock and awe I felt at the reveal that that pattern on the walls was booger smears everywhere. I did not blame the, uh, the away team making this first contact for blowing up their warp, warp drive and uh, getting the fuck out of there.
1: I mean, that this episode even suggests that booger wipers can also be smart enough to invent warp drive. <laughs> I just can't even.
4: Yeah. I mean, I felt very targeted by this episode, but um, I appreciated the, the moral of the story. Adam, that rock music can only mean one thing. (laughs) Our next presenter is walking to the stage like a WWF wrestler. And uh, I hear that he has a co-presenter who is going to stay backstage on a microphone, uh, which we recently learned is called the VOG mic or the Voice of God mic.
1: A retcon occurs when in a film or television series, a piece of new information imposes a different interpretation on a previously described event, typically used to facilitate a dramatic plot shift or account for an inconsistency.
5: You're just leaving these retcons out on the counter without refrigerating them
4: for hours?
5: You're gonna kill somebody.
4: somebody! The danger zone is between 40 and 140 degrees. It is the ample temperature for bacteria and strange reinterpretations of characters to grow. <laughs> the nominees in the category of Weirdest Retcon are...
5: Mariner was friends with ceto Jackson. Troy and Riker aren't doing well in their marriage? She's a counselor! The Enterprise F? More like effing ugly! <laughs> Picard and Beverly went to a waterfall and fucked? And then got her pregnant? You're gonna get an infection doing that! <laughs> You're gonna fuck her life up for 18 years! La'an met young Khan and just left a loaded gun on his bedside table? You're gonna kill somebody!
6: Shut it down!
3: And the winner in the category of weirdest retcon is... La'an met a
4: young Khan and left a loaded gun on his bedside table. This is dangerous because children don't know basic firearm safety, and this one in particular
3: cannot be trusted with weapons of war.
4: You know,
1: if we were more on it, Ben, we w- could have written a song. This is a very a very lyrical winner. La'an met a young Khan, left a loaded gun
4: <laughs> on the bedside table. yeah. I like it. I, uh, You know, <laughs> we wrote a lot of songs this year. <laughs> I think we wrote enough.
1: Oh, boy, Taffer just left the stage quite abruptly.
4: Yeah, he seemed, he seemed to be in a bit of a huff. And I choose to interpret that not as just his resting dick face, but the fact that the next section of the award show is something that's pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, something that we have to do every year. And the Academy recognizes that um, the Academy doesn't have a great memory and often leaves important people out of these montages. But uh, this is the in memoriam segment and uh, here to present it is someone who knows from uh, loss of life, Kevin
3: Uxbridge.
1: Good evening. We lost so many characters this year. And yet, when compared to the total number of bodies that I've got, minuscule.
3: (laughs) Maybe the writers and creators of Star Trek could step their game up a little bit. I've taken out an entire species. What have they done? A couple of high-stakes deaths here and there to amp up the drama toward the end of a season of a show?
1: I mean, what's more important? A beloved character from a television series decades ago or the death of an entire species? (laughs) How do we measure these things?
3: Maestro, this year we lost.
1: Captain Vatik. When her ashy body floated in space and then exploded against a piece of her own ship.
3: Schneed, the Ferengi arms dealer who got his head lopped off by an angry Commander Worf. Liam
1: Shah, a character most people hated until the very end when he redeemed himself from death.
3: Badji, who ascended to a higher plane of knowledge and abandoned all of his badness. Because it seemed too petty to him at the time. And is maybe not dead, but... Certainly has... Gone to a higher plane of existence that... None of you... Puny mortals will ever experience. One wonders... What I'm doing here.
1: <laughs> Nick Licarno. The fuckboy of Red Squad.
3: <laughs> Ro Laren. A character so beloved to these podcast. But she has her own drop, reprised her role for one last hurrah. Jim Kirk,
1: in the alternate timeline.
3: And finally, the two hot dogs that Kirk ate, also in the alternate timeline. Wow, really sad stuff.
5: Yeah.
4: Not a dry eye in the house. I mean, most categories
1: have a winner. Do you, do you feel like when you watch award shows, the In Memoriam reel has a winner? I I often think about them that way.
4: Yeah, like the, the last face in the In Memoriam yeah. reel tends to be the winner. And I guess in this case, that's a couple of hot dogs.
1: Yeah, a couple of street dogs. <laughs> yeah. I like that.
4: Gone too soon, those, yeah. those street dogs. Mm. Jim Kirk was hungry. Yeah. I'm going to go back and get one more. The next... Presenter Is a bit of a Star Trek legend Someone we're very lucky to have In a category that I think in most years Would not have enough entries To fill out an entire category But uh, we got some, some very interesting work Out of the Star Trek industrial complex So here to tell you about that Is Captain Ikaru Sulu
3: My God
1: What a category!
3: (laughs) You may notice that I'm out here in a leather tuxedo to present this category. I'm going to order the ship turned into the last wave and fly her apart because this category is full of amazing bangers.
1: Most people hear my voice and believe I have a great singing voice because of how lyrically I sound, whenever I say anything.
3: These nominees in the category of best song have better vibes than the thing that shook the coffee cup off of my captain's chair that one time. <laughs> the nominees are the song at the end of Very Short Tricks. Cause if you wanna
1: live, live long and, and prosper, Pick God, God put, put love on your duty,
3: Status report from Subspace Rhapsody. All system stable.
0: All system stable. All
6: system stable. stable. But why are we singing?
3: MDX the X
1: from Subspace Rhapsody.
5: I'm the X.
3: Keep us connected from subspace rats.
5: Listen for signals. I'm here. You are reaching me. Come home. Everywhere
2: I go, I'm with
5: you. At my best, I
1: have everything. Bad Romance. From Greatest Trick
0: You're shooting poison And popping my eyes You're a bad academic romance Whoa Whoa, whoa, whoa.
4: The voice of an angel
0: Caught in a bad academic romance whoa whoa, whoa whoa You're a bad academic romance Ow 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 Ow, 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 ow.
3: Bloodshot.
4: Bulging
0: eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and bonus Franks, also from Greatest Trek. Burnus
5: Franks! Bonus Franks!
1: And the winner of this category
3: is Bonus <laughs> Franks from Greatest Trek.
1: Ben, I got to say I'm almost uh, embarrassed <laughs> that we won a category. Yeah, it's in the Larkin Awards.
4: I mean, the haters will accuse us of having tilted the vote on this one, Yeah, but PricewaterhouseCoopers tabulated this vote from the academy members. We didn't have anything to do with it. We didn't even know who was going to win until Sulu opened that envelope. So
1: Ben, I just a quick correction there. PricewaterhouseCoopers does not control the vote or the winners in the larkin awards it's actually the hanging with mr coopers oh right right, 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 uh, right, the fan community that appreciates the late 90s abc television show hanging with mr cooper what's my theme music
4: yeah i i always get those two things confused yeah and i appreciate the correction yeah i'm Deeply sorry to the Hangin' with Mr. Cooper fan community if I've offended any of you. (laughs) You can go to Blue Sky for my quad box apology.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We always mess something up on this
4: show. Yeah. Uh, Well, hey, we're here. Why don't we uh, rouse the people with a stirring rendition of Barnes Franks?
1: Far away in space He works alone and as a we
4: hear somebody say
3: We say what we hear But it's not quite right And it's a mistake. mistake We go with it anyway Partners, Partners. friends,
0: Partners. Partners. Partners.
4: I spent a lot of last week sick in bed, and one thing I was so happy I had when I needed something to eat but didn't really have the energy to cook myself something was Factor Meals. Got a couple of these in the fridge at all times, and they are delicious, fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted meals, and they're ready to go in just about two minutes. And this is convenience food that is actually tasty and full of real ingredients and not hyper-processed crap and they got you covered all throughout the day. They got pancakes, smoothies, grab-and-go bites, and uh, you can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause and reschedule deliveries at any time. So head to factormeals.com trek50 and use code TREK50 to get 50% off. That's code TREK50 at factormeals.com TREK50 to get 50% off. and uh, I recommend it, Uh, it works great. Uh, Trimming the hedges in your Irish garden isn't just for below the belt. You can complete your look with their new signature Beard Hedger Pro Kit plus handyman electric face shaver. Everything they make is really good and high quality, and this new trimmer that they have comes with two interchangeable next-gen skin safe blades. They've got one for a classic trim and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. So get 20% off plus free shipping with code TREK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and get free shipping with code TREK at manscaped.com. This St. Patrick's Day, make sure your little hairy leprechaun is luckier than ever with Manscaped. It has been a long time coming that Podshop.biz is as good as it is. The stuff on there is just really high quality and there's a ton of variety we got T-shirts and sweatshirts, obviously, but we've got hats, we've got mugs, we've got water bottles, patches, mouse pads, shower shoes. There's so much great stuff on there. I'm really proud of what we have on offer. I'm proud that the store has a lot of really great size-inclusive options. And uh, I think there's enough variety that just about any friend of DeSoto could find something that they'd really love to have in their collection at Podshop.biz. So head over
2: there and give it a look, why don't you? Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. (laughs) Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one.
1: Ben, I'm looking at the stage and uh, something very cartoonish is floating out there and approaching the mic.
4: Why is there so much blood everywhere?
1: We, we already did the, uh, the cartoon category. I wonder what this is for?
4: I'm in your blood!
0: I'm Mr. DNA and I'm here to present in the category of horniest character. In order to get horny, you need good blood flow. And you need DNA. That's what happens when two characters have sex. They combine their DNA and create a zygote. Some in the cake community use a lot more blood. <laughs> the nominees for Horniest Character are... Betazoid Ambassadors from Lower Deck, That Orion Madam from Lower Decks. Jack Crusher and Crash La Forge. Even during a time of extreme crisis, they managed to find ways to make it horny between the two of them. Big surprise
5: here, Spock and Chapel.
0: And the final nominee is Dr. Katz and Shax from Lower
5: Decks. Oh, I got so
0: much blood on this envelope. (laughs) It's helping loosen up the glue that holds the flap shut. And the winner is Dr. Cats and Shags.:
1: Kind of a dark horse winner to this category, Ben. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of their horniness was implied.
4: But also, they get bloody while they're doing horny stuff. And I think that that sort of makes me understand the synchronicity of bringing Mr. DNA in to present this award. I think... Part of what probably put them over the top was the
1: slash fiction yeah. involving Dr. Katz this that was season.
4: Pretty erotic stuff.
1: That one really, uh, I think, tipped the scales in a way that may not have been fair, but nothing is.
4: Okay, Adam, well, I'm going to leave for this next presenter because I really just cannot stand to be around him uh, in any way. I don't know. Do whatever you want for the next five or ten. I'm going to go get a slice of pizza or something. <laughs>
1: Why, I am positively perturbed at all of the blood on stage at the moment.
4: Oh yeah, it's going to mess up your white suit, idiot.
1: I do declare the following are the nominees for the category in most likely to be Greatest Trek or Greatest Gen References. Now, the Myriad Codec is the first nominee.
0: Myriad Codec. Thought about that since the good old days when we thought our comms were
1: compromised back on Rigel six, seven, followed by Twainy. I am but a humble crumb on the biscuit of your wits, <laughs>
5: sir. I say, I can't believe two charming devils such as ourselves were ever at odds. Yeah, for some reason, when we're both Mark
1: Twain, we seem to be able to really find common ground without any lingering resentment. But <laughs> well, I do believe that's about myself. I do declare the third nominee, the way Vatic says, who? Oh. The
3: whole new proverbial chess.
1: And finally, diarrhea guy and mop guy in very short tricks too. <gasps>
6: Out of the way, the space diarrhea. Fresh me, mop. <gasps>
1: and the winner is Myriad Godek.
4: Okay, is it over?
1: It's done. Oh, God. It's done in a way that I'm deeply ashamed of. I've never felt a looser grasp on that impression (laughs) than I do right now.
4: Well, uh, it was very hard to believe that the Myriad Kodak had nothing to do with our show. Maybe until uh, we met the showrunner of Star Trek Picard briefly at the Star Trek conference in Las Vegas and expressed our admiration for his work and he kind of just stared blankly at us.
1: Yeah. Hard to think that he feels anything at all for us except hate.
4: Yeah. Terry Metallus, what does it mean? <laughs>
1: Terry Metalis, we like what you're doing. We're just here to say that we like. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we're, we're giving the next presenter a whole lot of time to cross the stage. Uh, yeah, we might need to stall a little bit.
4: Oh, yeah. Let's stretch the taffy a bit. Um, this is a presenter who, again, needs no introduction in the Star Trek community, has You know, had a bit of a bumpy reintroduction to the Star Trek community in recent years, but I think ended on a really high note. Presenting this next category is Old Picard.
1: Good evening. (laughs) Now, I do believe I am the best presenter for this category because the actor who plays me, currently has a bestseller And is very old.
6: <laughs> Look for Making It So in your local bookstore. Probably also available at airport bookshops and online at massive internet retailers. And I am not long for this world, so I honestly do not care where you buy it from. Oh, the orchestra has started to play. Oh, you're not supposed to play off a presenter? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, give me the damn envelope. Am I the second Picard to be presenting in this award show? (laughs) That's very interesting. The youngest Picard and the oldest Picard presenting in one award show. Mm. Well, anyways, Mm. the nominees in the category of Best Writing in a New Star Trek Show are...
1: Liam Shaw's speech that sounded a lot like Captain Shaw's speech in Jaws. Oh, come on.
3: You must have heard about the Battle of Wolf 359. Forty Federation starships up against one Borg cube. The
6: time that I, Old Picard, and Larin confronted each other in Ten Forward.
5: I joined the Marquis because belonging there meant standing up to injustice, even if it meant betraying your beloved Starfleet. That was me. But you could never understand that because you confuse morality with duty, and that, Admiral, is your dishonor. I believed in you. Only when it was easy for you. If I meant so much, you would have understood.
1: What is it about the way I say
6: the word, Lerle? (laughs) Lerle. (laughs) Drew Leary.
5: Picard confronting Beverly for the first time.
2: You told me how you
5: never wanted to have a family, that you could never be a father because you were too afraid you'd be
6: like your own. Don't take my past and use it to justify and rationalize your actions. How dare you take my confiding in you about my father, about my fears, and use it to cut me out of the biggest decision of my life. It's very strange that I am presenting this award and I'm also a nominee in so many of the categories. And even when I'm not a nominee, I'm in the scene. Lannin. (laughs) Lannin. And finally, Nira K'Toole's lawyering for Una in Strange New Worlds.
5: Do you know why I love the law? Because a law is not a mirror to society. Allah is an ideal, a beacon to remind us how to be our better selves. And you have the opportunity today to do just that.
1: Now
6: I have no idea who those people are. I don't watch Star Trek. I merely make it legendary. <laughs> I make it legendary. <laughs> I hope that you buy my book and you learn something <laughs> from it. And the winner in the category of best writing in a new Star Trek show is... The scene in which I, old Picard, confront Ralearion <laughs> in 10 forward. You know, come to think of it, you can also find my book in...
5: Walden
6: Books. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to go. The crowd seems to have really lost the plot and they're just staring at me. <laughs> so congratulations to myself and Ro Liam for winning our first
1: Larkin awards. <laughs> Wow, just uh, an incredibly tedious presentation there by old Picard I never thought it would end
4: Yeah, I mean, we thought we had to stretch the taffy What was that? He
1: almost sounded like two very different people throughout that, <laughs> throughout that
4: nomination yeah, I think that was your imagination Okay We have another really exciting captain from Star Trek of old coming up next Captain Janeway. Hello, I am Captain Janeway, not Hologram Janeway, not Admiral Janeway. Captain Janeway. There's coffee in this next category. The Academy every year nominates and awards an achievement of a lifetime. This year's lifetime achievement is in tautology. And it goes to Lieutenant Junior Grade, Samantha Rutherford. For that time he said, Gucci's good,
1: good. Tautology is the saying of the same thing twice in different words, generally considered to be a fault of style. For example, they arrived one after the other in succession.
5: You're gonna
4: use one word to define itself?
5: That doesn't make any sense! It doesn't clear anything up! (laughs) Shut it down!
4: Gentlemen, (laughs) I'm trying to present an award here. Samantha, congratulations for this totally insane achievement.
0: (inois) (ereye) Ha ha! See? Veggie's dead!
1: Hey, that's always nice, right? The moment in an award show where they uh, go outside the boundaries of a category. I mean, a a standing
4: ovation and well-deserved for Samantha Rutherford.
1: Hey, Samantha Rutherford's
4: good. That's what I'll say. Hell yeah. Especially now that he doesn't have that red eye.
0: Red, red eye. (laughs) Here I am,
5: baby. He looks like me. Haven't you noticed this thing is always bugging out? He won't leave Barnes alone.
0: Those spots go all the way down. Excuse me? I punch myself in the face.
4: (laughs) We are uh, getting toward the end of uh, the awarding ceremony here tonight. We got to thank the uh, Beverly Hilton Hotel and or the Beverly Hills Hotel. I forget which one I said at the beginning for uh, their promotional consideration. Mm. And also the uh,
1: Hanging with Mr. Cooper's Mm -hmm. uh, fan community. What's my theme music?
4: A truly great and proud people. Please, uh, anybody that's been hitting the champagne, find uh, there's a bowl of promotional broads on your table. Mm. Please uh, take a couple of those before you go home. This is cheap champagne, and it will give you a headache. The last two categories of any award show. The biggest.
1: The most profound. The ones that everyone talks about the next day at the water cooler.
4: Yeah, the final presenter's... Not us. are going to be up next.
1: See, two guys walking up to one mic stand there.
4: Yeah. And it's set up in the in the aisles down, huh. uh, down on the floor. Let's see what this is about.
0: Uh, yeah. So, it seems like you're doing an award show here. It's like a whole thing, but it's mostly kind of bullshit and kind of half thought out jokes,
4: but like, what do you think the best Star Trek show of 2023 was? Like there were a bunch of new series that came out and you're not talking about those per
3: se. Yeah,
1: it just kind of seems like you bullshit your way through an off season episode. And like, I kind of get the sense that people really either love or hate (laughs) the award show episodes. I kind of wonder why you even do them. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, this one's a skip
4: for me. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'm just curious, um, you know, if uh, if we could go through maybe what series did come out and then, you know, if there was, in fact, an envelope uh, revealing which one uh, was thought to be the best by the Academy or whatever made-up thing you're talking about having selected these winners.
1: Uh, Yeah, so there are four... Star Trek Seasons in the category of Best New Star Trek Show in 2023. Uh, but Prodigy's not on the list. I guess that's because there was no carryover into the calendar year of 2023 in a way that made it a viable nominee, right?
4: I guess that's more of a, an assertion than a question. Right. But I don't understand how a song from an episode about Prodigy won an award when Prodigy isn't in the nomination category. It just seems very unfair, but anyways, uh, it seems like the nominees are Star Trek Picard season three. Uh, Star Trek Lower
0: Deck season four. And Star Trek Strange New World season two. Uh, yeah, very short treks. Can you even call that a season? I mean, what is it, like, 20 minutes of content overall that was just published to YouTube and, like, barely anybody
1: watched it? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna open up this envelope and then, uh, go to the swag
0: hut. Yeah, you think we could get it? I mean, technically we're presenting, right? Like, we're kind
4: of presenting a thing right now, so we could probably go to the gifting suite. I'm gonna take, uh, my answer in the gifting suite. Get
1: a light. Anyway, the winner is Star Trek Picard Season 3! I can't say I'm too surprised at the winner of this category. I think, personally, before Season 3 started, I did not have extremely high expectations about this third season until yeah. the announcement that the cast was returning, the, the TNG cast was returning.
4: Even then, I was worried about it. Yeah. And I think that maybe those low expectations are part of what helped Star Trek Picard season three win this award. Lord knows it,
1: it helps our show.
4: Yeah. Uh- <laughs> it's helped it become as
1: popular as it is.
4: That's very true. Um, I mean, I thought that uh, we had a lot of great episodes in Star Trek Lower Decks Season 4 and Strange New World Season 2 and some really funny and great ideas in very short treks. But uh, all of those were more uneven to me than Star Trek Picard Season 3. And Star Trek Picard Season 3 ended on such a mind-blowingly high note that it's just hard to imagine anything beating that
1: yeah I mean it managed to surpass the decision of including the borgs as <laughs> as the bad guy for the season
4: right it was uh it was shocking that they succeeded in doing that and still being good
1: yeah well deserved there I'd say
4: Adam, we have one last awards category, but first uh the producers are telling me we need to check the priority one inbox for this episode
1: hmm
5: priority one message from starfleet coming in on Secured
1: channel ben i've got the envelope for our first priority one message
4: oh yeah it's from Open peter it up.
1: m your older brother it is to robert m my younger brother that message goes like this dear brother i say my dear brother thank you for oh a God. magnificent steak dinner What the hell? On Popsy's birthday, you saved the day from mediocre Italian, and we are all eternally grateful, (gasps) sir, for your culinary skills. Also, Adam, please never stop doing your twain voice. It delights both of us to no end.
4: Oh. Peter M. and Robert M sound like morons. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> wow, Peter M and Robert M Catching strays from Ben Peter M and Robert M who, Who've gone in on support of this show
4: I thought I got away from Twain For this episode I, I left the ballroom for that entire category
1: Twain is forever
4: oh, shut up Okay, the next P1 is from Steve in Portland, Maine It's to Adam, Ben, and the goose Goes like this Look You do a lot of hilarious things, but nothing has made me laugh as consistently as the theme song to the Santa Monica Mountains podcast. You guys and Ragusa outdid yourselves. Question. Do you guys think Jack Ransom is related to the Captain Ransom from Voyager? Looking forward to catching the Seattle show, Ron Canada drop? Thanks! The Captain Ransom
1: from Voyager... Was such a dark character.
4: Yeah. I mean, I hope he's not related. But Do you that's... think he was
1: ripped? You don't really get a sense of what his body proportions are. He
4: was not ripped. Nah. No. Uh, You're going to say not ripped? I'm going to go, I'm going to put my chips on the not ripped square. Because
1: Ransom from Lower Decks is ripped.
4: Yeah. I don't think that that guy could tear his shirt off and reveal an eight pack or whatever. No. I would like to see Lower Decks take it in that direction. I think that that would be really interesting. Oh, yeah, he's like an uncle that we don't talk about anymore in our family or whatever. I'd like that a lot, yeah. That seems like a low-hanging fruit. They should do it. They should do it. That's do a great call. It. Do it! Steve, write a, a script on spec and send it in.
1: I like that. Uh, send it in to us, and then we will uh, send it in to them.
4: Yeah, and uh, we'll put uh, some other names on it. <laughs>
1: yeah, put your name on a prior to one message that we read during every show. You go to, over to maximumfun.org/jumbotron, tap out a few words, maybe make, make a request for an impression. We will. Uh, There's a
4: certain impression that you shouldn't ask for, but yeah, you know, whatever the fuck you want to do, I guess.
1: P I ones help support the show immensely. And we appreciate every one of them, including the Mark Twain voiced ones.
4: No, we don't. Okay, Adam. We are at the end of the night here at the first annual Larkin Awards for 2023.
1: Ben, I'm being told that the original presenter has uh, not shown up.
4: Oh, that's no surprise. Big episode for us, our 250th episode of Greatest Trek.
1: Isn't that amazing?
4: I never thought it possible, but uh, it's just been so fun making this show with you and uh, so much fun watching all of this great new Star Trek with you this year.
1: If you were to ask me how many episodes of Greatest Trek I thought we had done, <laughs> I would have guessed like 40.
4: Yeah, or like 90, I think maybe it would be as high as I would have gotten. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: unbelievable. This is the big one. This is for all... <laughs> All the chips. This is the category where they play the timpani role
4: Mm -hmm.
1: during. That's fun.
4: This is the overall Larkin.
1: And to present it, it's you and me. So let's head on down there.
4: (laughs) The nominees in the category for overall Larkin are from Star Trek Picard, Worf. From Star Trek Lower Decks, Beck and Mary. From Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Commander Pellia.
1: And finally, from very short treks, Captain Pete Holmes.
4: And the winner in the category of overall Larkin is.
1: Oh, my hands are shaking
4: i got that's, I think that's because I'm hungover. I've got, I've got the kind of goosebumps that you get when the Borg's queen grafts real skin onto you and then blows on it. And the winner of Overall Lurkin for
1: the year 2023, Captain Pete Holmes. Oh my God, this
4: is so exciting. Wow.
1: I can't believe it. Captain Pete Holmes was on screen for 90 seconds Max <laughs> But much like Jim Kirk's father He was the captain of a very short treks For 90 seconds
4: I dare anyone to be Larkineer
1: Yeah
4: <laughs> It was a very Larkin-y, uh Episode of very short treks And just a dominant performance By Captain Pete Holmes He, uh, he didn't save anything for the Larkin back Congratulations to Captain Pete Holmes For this Amazing achievement in Edward Larkin. Well, Adam, this has been an absolutely delightful awards show. I had so much fun uh, hosting it with you and seeing all of the crazy characters come up and present all of the awards. And uh, just a huge congrats to all of the winners. I guess we'll see you at the, uh, the after parties, at the various, you know, Chateaus, Marmont, etc., Hey, save us a bottle, Wendy. How about news? <laughs> Wendy? Seriously, slow down. <laughs> You're drinking a lot of champagne.
1: I see her down there, and she's like swinging a roller skate around <laughs> with one hand and holding a, a magnum bottle with another.
3: <laughs> Wendy is out of control.
2: <laughs> she's gonna
6: kill someone. <laughs>
2: Greatest Trek is an Uxbridge Shimoda podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. It's hosted by Ben Harrison and Adam Pranica, and it's produced and edited by Wendy Pretty. Next week, Ben and Adam are bringing their 2018 review of the film Heat out from behind the paywall. The MO for this bonus episode is that it's good. So look for it next week in this very feed. But before wrapping up this year's Larkin Awards, a few more thank yous, especially to the MaxFun members who support Greatest Trek on a monthly basis. Members get access to the entire catalog of MaxFun bonus content, plus new bonus episodes coming out monthly. Set up your membership at MaximumFun.org join, and we really appreciate it. Another way you can support this show is by recommending it to someone that you know, or by sharing about it on your social media platforms using the hashtag greatesttrek. Thanks to Nick Dittmore for creating the show art, and thank you to Bill Tilley for managing all of the At Greatest Trek social media pages. Make sure you're following one of those to stay up to date. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next week on Greatest Trek.
0: I think that's it. Yeah, that's fine.
2: (laughs) Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.